What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Christian LaRosa, who's the founder of Rosotics. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Wonderful. Great to be on the pod. Excited to have you on. I just found out seven minutes ago for everyone listening that this is an Arizona-based founder, which is super, super, super exciting. So excited to be interviewing a local founder of Rosotics. For people that haven't heard of, of your company before, just diving right in, what are you working on? What is that Rosotics? Great question. Yeah, so Rosotics is all about answering the question that metal 3D printing is very difficult to do at the large scale. You know, we have these companies like Desktop Metal, Mark Forged, that are awesome for you know, their respective markets, but there really isn't that mark forged of very, very large scale parts. So what we're working on solving is creating a system that is able to print using metals at, you know, very large scales, even structural parts. And this is a very difficult problem because of not only the processes we use, but also the the just methodologies, the lines of thinking that we use to tackle these problems. So yeah, we, we've been able to do some great work in that field. And I'd love to, you know, t- dive more into that today. Yeah. So, so I think for, um, for my first question, I guess my second question, I'd love to hear, how did you get involved with kind of this market, this industry, I guess, in other words, kind of please share your origin story for kind of getting started with Rosotics. Of course. Yeah. So my background is in aerospace engineering and bionics, which is in, in short form, biologically inspired engineering. And so I've worked on projects for, you know, a lot of different groups, the JPL over in Pasadena, uh, a couple of other NASA centers, and you really run into a problem in not only implementing metal 3D printing, but actually practicing it. And many of these companies actually shy away from 3D printing and all of the innovations in that space because it it is not easy. It's difficult to implement. And in many cases, the technology just can't meet the needs that these companies have. And I really got into this uh, pursuit of, of entrepreneurship and what became Rosotics because, you know, if there was that tool that you could use to do these types of things, 
it, it would have made my job and a lot of others much easier. So yeah, we're all about breaking that capability out and creating something that would really, you know, make a difference. So kind of, as you work on, as you work on your company, like what, what do you spend your, your most of your day on? Like, are you more doing technical things kind of R and D developing, um, you know, the, the product, or are you more kind of like trying to like take what you've already done and like getting it out into the world, sh- sharing it with businesses, making some money? Like what, what's a day in the life for you? Right. So a, a day in my life, I'd say is, you know, relatively dynamic, uh, some days I'll be working one-on-one with, you know, our teams and really digging into the technical side. I, I love the technology aspect of it. And, you know, it's a very technical play. So I, I spent a lot of my time really helping the team progress through that. But, you know, other days it's, it's relatively, you know, mundane. I, I would be doing uh, financial work, things of that nature. Um, it, it's really, it's really varied, I'd say. And then I'm curious, um, you know, how do you kind of even know? So, you, I mean, so you have your day to day, but then like as a founder, you kind of like run your own schedule, right? I mean, you do what you do to increase the value of the business and, and do what you're supposed to do. So like, how do you even prioritize like what to work on? Um, like what, when you kind of wake up, does it depend on the nature of like the schedule of the day um, or I guess, how do you kind of think about prioritization in like an, an average day when you're spending time on this? Right. Great question. So we set a lot of milestones and they are pretty aggressive on, on, a, on, on time frames. So usually um, it, it would boil down to at the end of the day, you know, tackling the problem that needs to be solved first and really going at it with that first principles frame of mind where, you know, rather than tackling the big, big, massive problem, you split it up into, you know, little pieces. And the more of those pieces you knock out, the closer you are at the end of the day. So I really try to instill in in myself as well as my team that, you know, you really want to break things down and just nail each of the little pieces that form the puzzle. And... You know, you were, as, as mentioned, you're, you're doing something that is um, kind of in hard tech, right? Like you're, it's physical, it's IRL. Um, there's, I know there's tons of learnings that come from working in companies like that. So I guess for you, what have you learned so far as you've been working on this? You know, whether it's about working with hard tech or, you know, marketing or building a team, what have been some lessons that you've kind of come across as you've uh, started this company? I would say... One of the big lessons that I have noticed myself is that I like to call hard tech kind of an equalizer where we find even, you know, the brightest people in the room many times are completely, you know, in the dark in solving a lot of these problems. So every single person on my team, you know, has contributed in one way, shape or form a technical solution. And the amazing part about that is, you know, when you think of things like hard tech, especially aerospace, uh, energy, you know, all these markets, there are many people out there already who have, you know, great ideas and just 
ways of thinking about problems that a lot of the time get shut out in the process. And, you know, people are capable of contributing amazing things if, if they just know that they are capable of doing that and, you know, have a voice to do it. So, yeah, that's a big, that's a big ethos of mine that everybody, everybody can solve these problems. And let's look out for you, you know, into the future, five, 10, 15 years. I mean, as you solve bigger and bigger problems in this space, what do you see as the big vision for Rosadex? Or in other words, in, in a decade or two, um, you know, what direction are you rowing in and where you, where you kind of find yourself ending up? Right. We definitely see Rosadics moving into a direction where we are not just you know, solving one problem, but solving many problems by proxy. So in solving, you know, the main thing that we're working on, you know, how do you decentralize manufacturing and do it from many point sources? In that pursuit, we're going to solve a lot of the smaller problems that have really mired down attempts at this in the past. And in that light, yeah, we're looking to go into a lot of niche markets, you know, in aerospace or space or even the marine sector. Just there's a lot of ways it could branch out. And there's a lot of questions and discoveries that we're going to find that we do not know today. And in order to kind of like do what you do and kind of make, make, make the vision happen, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? Are you looking for, you know, customers, you know, technical advisors, you know, how, how can we assist? Of course. Yeah. We're looking to talk with anyone in the space or outside of the space who just cares about this problem or has been affected by it and would look for, you know, new ways to print that are easier and simpler. And in that light, any, anyone in the founder community, anyone in the, the market or anyone who just simply funds these kinds of, you know, moonshot ideas, we, we'd love to, to take that call. Then if someone was interested in learning more or finding more about you on the internet, where can they find you? Do you have a website, social media presence, email address? How can someone learn more? Of course. Yeah. Our website is www.rosotics.com. And we have a lot of good content on there for our mission and just our background. Alongside that, we are, you know, we're active on Twitter. I'm active on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, we'd love to reach out connect with anyone anyway. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Of course. I enjoyed it. Thanks for having us.